Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome to episode number 306 of the podcast. Now, today's a little bit different. I don't have a wonderful guest on the show. Um, There's just a couple of things I want to go over and share with you. Um, I don't haven't done one of these for a while and I've had a few people request it. Uh, Sometimes they like me sharing a few things that, you know, I've been doing and sort of challenging myself with lately. And um, this episode today, uh, I've based it around this quote, comfort kills. If your goal in life is to be comfortable, I guarantee one thing, happiness will not be there. Happiness doesn't come from living in lukewarm life, always wondering what could have been. Happiness comes as a result of being in our natural state of growth and living up to our fullest potential. Um, Now, with that being said, I'm not here to read quotes, but as this podcast goes live, I am in Saudi Arabia and I have been over here for the last four days uh, running big international fun shop with, uh, particularly yesterday, I had a full day, uh, 150 educators, international educators uh, that I ran a full day play fun shop with. And the reason for this podcast is I was extremely nervous um, about going to Saudi Arabia, not because it's going over, it's just going overseas. Um, I used to do this quite a lot um, and obviously COVID reduced that and I did a lot online and more recently a lot of the work I've been doing is around Australia. Anyway, I was nervous about the 20-hour flight and been to a country I've never experienced before. Um, I've done face-to-face workshops in over 20 countries and um, I've done a lot in the Middle East but never Saudi Arabia. So for me sitting here, I did something that made me feel really outside my comfort zone like what we just with that quote before that it was opposite of lukewarm the water was really hot a 20-hour flight into a different country I didn't know um, a full day of 150 educators and what I can say is I feel bloody great now um, and I'm so excited for all the international uh, keynotes and fun shops that I have coming up so firstly that was really exciting but um, that quote and you know, how I'm feeling right now made me think about what are some other things that uh, I've tried to do and, and probably probably since COVID, uh, it's one of those things that we, it's easy to just stay at home. It's easy to not put yourself out there. Um, but again, um, you don't get the rewards that you do when you do. So I've got three things besides obviously being in Saudi Arabia at the moment that I'm really proud of. And I want to share those with you um, that, you know, they were situations or occasions where I've really had to put myself out there. And I know a lot of people might be going, oh, right, Odale, you're extremely confident. You're an extrovert. Um, you speak all the time. You do all these things. But that I, I think that assumption you should never assume things about people. And I know I always used to. Uh, and I get that a lot, you know, that people just think that I don't get anxiety, that I don't feel uncomfortable. It's not true. Um, I just like to challenge myself so that I continue growing. And, and so each situation doesn't overwhelm me or the anxiety or the fear does not cripple me. So I don't do it. Um, so I'm going to share three things that in the last 
three months that I've done that really pushed me outside my comfort zone as a human being and as a result made me feel really proud of the person I am. And I think you only get that feeling when you allow yourself to be in those extremely uncomfortable situations where you have to lift, you have to grow. Nobody is going to do this for you. Um, It's one of those things that we want those feelings, we want the results, we want the growth um, and a lot of time we look for others for that. And um, unfortunately, it comes within. You're the one that needs to be your champion that lifts yourself up. And yeah, so my three, um, my nana passed away at 95. So she had a fantastic life and she went out on her terms, which was lovely. Anyway, we had a funeral about three months ago and um, my dad and his uh, brothers and sisters got quite a large family and um, they asked me if I would read the eulogy and this scared the absolute crap out of me. Why? I've, I've done a eulogy before but that was one that nobody had written for me. It was one that I could just say off the cuff um, and it, you'd be surprised that I don't actually have a script when I do any of my keynotes in my workshops or anything like that. I I just know what I'm going to say and I say it. Um I know that probably scares a lot of people, but that's how I work. Um, I've always had a fear of reading. Um, This stemmed from, I still remember it in primary school, where you'd be reading a book, everybody would be listening to you as you read it out loud, and it just, that fear has never gone away. Obviously, I've got a lot better now, and I think reading stories to my two young boys has helped that, because I remember when I started, I was horrible, but anyway, why this eulogy really, really terrified me was I was reading someone else's writing, I wasn't just able to stand up there and talk off the cuff, um, and it was four and a half pages uh, that, yeah, I, I didn't write it, so anyway, I was extremely anxious about it, and I think one of the things that I've, I'd, I'd never really done, besides doing my TED Talk, where I did sort of do a script and I practiced it a lot. Um, I think I recorded myself over a hundred times doing that. That I've never done that before and since I haven't. Anyway, for Nan's eulogy, I read this about five or six times. I read it in the mirror and then the morning of the funeral, I, I read it out loud to my mum and dad and my sister. And that gave me confidence and reassurance and their feedback. Um, and then I was able to get up and deliver something that I know Nan would be really proud of. And not only that, that um, I, I did the words justice for my auntie who wrote it and you know for my dad and the rest of the family. Um, so that was something that, and, I, and this, as I said before, a lot of people go, but you speak on stages all the time. This is something that comes really natural to you. Yes, it does. But that's not how I do it. Um, it's always my content, my narrative, not reading somebody else's. So um, from that boy that you know felt really uncomfortable and self-conscious reading out loud as a primary school student, and then also in high school, and that's just continued on in my life, that um, to be able to get up there and do that, I was so proud of myself. And it's not something that I am sharing with people uh, because you know, I want to pat myself on the back. Yes, I was, I was proud of myself, but I'm sharing that because you may think that people are comfortable because they do something a lot, but in certain situations, doesn't matter how many times you've done something, it will still terrify people. Um, and it doesn't matter who they are, if you look up to them or whatever, that um, deep down, everybody's got these 
fears or issues that, you know, bad experiences have happened in the past. And for me, after delivering Nan's eulogy, I was really proud of where I've come from and my ability to read and read calmly and back myself. Um, it, it's taken a long time and yeah, I, I, I thought I did a really good job. So that was one and that was probably, that's the biggest thing I've stepped out of comfort zone in a long, long time. Um, as I said, it's just completely thorough. Um, the second thing is um, I obviously released All Work No Play um a novel, novel and sort of my story and uh, work around the play space that I work in. And that was about three years ago now. And yeah, that was stepping outside my comfort zone. But with a novel, you've got 40,000 words to write. And so if it's not perfect or whatever, it, it doesn't really matter. Like it's not as if each word counts. Whereas um, for the last year and a half, I've been working with my mentor and good friend, Brad Smith. And we have created a children's book called The Playful Astronaut. Now, I won't go into too much detail about this, but um, we recently signed a publishing deal. And there is, for those people that love kids' books, it is so much harder because you only have uh, 36 pages and you can't have much writing on each page. So that really put me outside my comfort zone to be able to try and come up with really engaging content that was also educational and beneficial um, that that kids would really enjoy, but then also parents could use to really embed emotional literacy and build those life skills that we need and also for teachers. So that was something that you know I've wanted to do for a long time, and it was a beautiful process that we're not finished yet with Brad and myself, um, but we've been able to share that together, and, and the journey's been something that has been challenging and has put me out there, but doing it with somebody else um, has been a really lovely experience. We've learnt and grown off each other, and when it comes out in about 12 months, it's going to be something that we're both really proud of that we've been able to create together. And I know you always talk about when, if you're starting a new routine or you want to do exercise or something like that, it's always good to start with somebody else. And I would say exactly the same thing. Um, starting a project with somebody that, you know, complements the skill sets you have and you have a really good understanding and connection with. And I suppose that goes back to the new podcast I started with uh, my mate, Jack, the Overly Excited podcast that we complement each other and it's something we look forward to doing together. And not only that, you keep each other accountable. And this was exactly the same with the Playful Astronaut, where Brad and myself would catch up each Thursday. And, you know, some days we'd get a lot of work done, some we wouldn't. A lot, It didn't really matter. Some days um, one of us would be really engaged and the other one wouldn't. And you'd sort of help each other out. Whereas if you're doing something like this by yourself, and I know personally that writing a kid's book, it's something that I've been really passionate about and, and it's a goal I've wanted to do. But doing it by myself, I don't actually think it would have got to where it is now, signing a publishing deal and being in kids' hands, schools and families within 12 months. So that's something I'm really proud of and a work in progress. And the last thing, uh, about three weeks ago, um, we had our 20-year high school reunion. I'm feeling a little bit old. Um, and this was something I organized. Now, it was something I remember at the time organizing. I've been quite busy with work and obviously a family and uh, young kids. And, and there's always a reason not to do something. And I know I was really, really nervous because 20 years is a long time. And um, 
I don't I couldn't remember people. I couldn't remember who they were. And looking into the event, I was like, I don't know half the people coming. And what I realized, and like what I said before, you should never judge someone, but everybody's in the same boat. Um, a lot of time when you go to an event or something that if you're feeling nervous, other people are probably as well. And the people that did turn up after 20 years, there's about 50 that came. Um, there were old teachers there and it was such a beautiful experience, reconnecting, sharing, seeing where people are from and all different walks of life that I haven't seen in 20 years. And um, I was, yeah, as I said, I was nervous waiting to go to the day um, and then obviously getting there first and waiting for people to turn up and thinking about what you'd say and so forth. But everybody else was in the same situation and I'm really glad that I put my hand up to organize that um, and create the event and make it so there was a space where people could come and connect and share and um, you know you, you go to high school for a long period of time and it, it's a long part of your life that you sort of walk away from afterwards and you go in different directions which is brilliant but it's also nice to celebrate milestones like that um, and for the people that turned up, everyone had the same experience. And they were really uncomfortable and nervous before going, but they were so grateful for turning up and having conversations and hearing where people are in their life. And not only that, sharing it with teachers that you know impacted and molded the, the adults that we are um, today. So they're my three things that you know really got me outside that lukewarm water, really pushed me in a direction of growth and I can look back on them all now and obviously um, the eulogy is done, the 20-year reunion is done. Um, the Playful Astronaut book is still uh, in development. It's pretty much done on our end, but there's still a lot of work that needs to go into that. Um, and I'm really excited because, you know, the work we've put into it, it's going to be a brilliant product. Um, so that's where I'm at today. Um, well, what I want to challenge you, the listeners out there is, Think about yourself. What have you done lately to step outside your comfort zone? Now, don't compare yourself to me or different things like that. Everybody's got things that will make them feel uncomfortable or different situations. And if there is something that you've stepped outside your comfort zone and done, have a think about that and think about how that's made you feel and celebrate that. And and that's sort of what I've been doing today. You, you know, sharing this with you, my audience, listeners out there, it's made me feel really proud of the things that I've been able to do and something I give you permission to do that now to celebrate if you've done something similar where you've stepped out stepped outside your comfort zone and um, achieved something that that made you uncomfortable um, and if there is something out there that you know you want to do I give you permission to try it um, to do it uh, because there's no reward if you don't make the effort yourself. So episode number 306, as I sit here in Saudi Arabia, um, this thought has gone through my mind. Um, challenge is good. Overcoming it is even better. Uh, and then the outcome isn't impressing anybody else. It's being really proud of what you've done as an individual. So thanks for listening. Uh, next week, we'll be back to guests. I've got a brilliant one uh, with John and Mark Cronin that is, um, I cried a couple of times in it, is one of the most inspirational and impressive podcasts I've ever done. So thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Monday and I will chat to everybody next week. Cheers. Cheers.